Your mom is in a skilled nursing facility recovering from a broken hip. Everyone has decided it's time for a move from home to a senior living community. You tour a few places and they say you need to do a nurse assessment before they can give you a final price. But you don't understand. She's in a place with doctors and nurses that have been assessing her for weeks. Why do they need another assessment? I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and today we're talking about the nurse assessment. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you like today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. Hi, and welcome to the show. We've heard this many times from families when we're the ones saying, okay, now we need to coordinate and schedule a nurse assessment. Families are like, well, wait a minute, we already have a nurse assessment from where they live now or from the skilled nursing facility. Why do we need another one? So today we're going to talk about this assessment, the different kinds of nurse assessments, and how you pay for them. First of all, the nurse assessor can come to you if that's what's needed, whether that's at home or in a skilled nursing facility. And secondly, this is a requirement for any one of the services that we're going to talk about. I like to call it a roadmap to your loved one's care. And you won't be able to get a final price for the service until you have the assessment. Also, they are specific to each type of service that we're going to talk about. In other words, a nurse providing an assessment for an adult family home has to be licensed specifically to do that. Assessments usually take about an hour, and they're not usually covered by insurance, except in the case where Medicaid is paying for that service, such as in-home care. So here are the types of assessments we're going to cover. Senior living communities, in-home care, adult family homes, and Medicaid. Before we compare the different types of assessments, let's talk about some of the information that's going to be required of you. You're going to be required to have a doctor sign off on what's called doctor's orders. Now, we've seen some families actually struggle a little bit with this part of the process, especially if their loved one hasn't been to the doctor in many months or even years. You'll usually need to schedule a doctor's appointment. The doctor's orders include diagnoses, medication, most recent notes or hospital stays, and most doctors are familiar with this type of paperwork. The next thing you'll need is to provide copies of your loved one's ID and insurance cards. And finally, you may have to actually pay out of pocket, unless, like we mentioned earlier, it's a Medicaid-covered service. So let's talk about the senior living community assessment. If you've toured a senior living community, you know there's most often what's called a community fee. And usually, the cost of their nurse assessment is covered within this community fee. Now, Each community is a little different, and sometimes they won't proceed with a nurse assessment until you've put down a deposit. 
whether that's a waitlist deposit or a deposit on an actual apartment. And I've even worked with communities that, let's say you put down the deposit and you go through that assessment, and now you've decided on a different community and you are not moving forward with this community, they will very often refund your deposit minus a small cost for that nurse assessment that they already did. I've also seen the assessments themselves vary widely. There are times when they will do the assessment based only on the paperwork and an interview with you, or they might do a full assessment. Usually you're a big part of this assessment though, especially in the case of memory care. Your loved one isn't going to be able to necessarily make all of their needs or wants known. On a side note, let's talk briefly about out-of-state assessments. With communities, they are most often going to want that assessment done prior to a move from out-of-state. And what that means is they're going to want to partner with a local nurse in order to provide that assessment. That can sometimes be a little tricky, but if you're working with a professional like us, a senior living advisor, then usually they can help you coordinate that. Sometimes it's with a sister community that's in your area. So what happens next? They've done this assessment, and now they're going to determine the cost of your loved one's care. With communities, they are most often putting this information into a standard computer system. That system is going to tell them how much time and how many caregivers it's going to take to provide the care. Now, sometimes this is going to be presented to you as levels, and sometimes it's a point system. Sometimes it's a la carte. And actually, we have an episode that talks a little bit about this, and I'll put a link in show notes to that episode. So let's talk about in-home care. For in-home care, usually that first meeting is going to be in your home, in your loved one's home, and with the nurse for the company. And now we're talking about regulated, licensed, private agencies. Sometimes there's a separate fee for this assessment, and sometimes it's built into the cost of that in-home care. One of the really cool things that I like about the in-home care process is that they're going to take all of that information, that assessment, and they're going to put it into a binder. And of course, this makes perfect sense because you're then going to have different caregivers usually coming in to provide that care. And that just depends on what type of care your loved one needs and how often they need that care. But it's all going to be right there so that every caregiver coming in can review it and everybody's on the same page. And that means you have access to that information too. Next, we're going to talk about the adult family home assessment. Now, this assessment is a little bit different from the community assessment in that most of the time you can hire an independent nurse. Again, this is a nurse that is specifically licensed for adult family home assessments. And this is also usually an independent nurse that you're paying privately. The benefit is that you're usually able to use that assessment in any adult family home that you choose. So in other words, you're not going through several different assessments. It's one assessment one time, and then you can use that assessment wherever you go. 
that's one meeting, that's one request from your doctor, (laughs) and that's it. These are usually good for 30 days. So you want to make sure that you're close to your decision time before actually moving forward with the assessment, because there will be an additional fee for any changes. So if you end up going outside of that 30 days, they're going to charge another fee, probably not the same exact initial cost, which I've seen range from $400 to $1,000. It really just depends. Now, on a side note, there are homes that prefer to use their nurse assessor. Sometimes there's a fee for that, but sometimes they include it. So it really just depends. The Medicaid assessment. So this, like we said before, is the only way you can find out how much Medicaid is going to pay for your loved one's care. And again, this assessment is specific for Medicaid. You also have to specify if you're looking at an adult family home or a senior living community or in-home care because the rates can vary. So you want to make sure that you have some sort of an idea of which direction you want to go before that nurse comes out to do that assessment. So when you're looking for senior living or considering a specific service like in-home care, that can add up to a lot of assessments, a lot of meetings with people and waiting through pages and pages of paperwork, getting doctor's information to each of these places for each of these assessments and your loved one possibly becoming really overwhelmed, not to mention you. (laughs) So it's always a good idea to know which route you're going to take and narrow down your choices before putting everyone through the work of that assessment. Unfortunately, like we mentioned before, that means you won't know the final cost. And we have an episode that talks about comparing the cost of senior living communities apples to apples and getting that assessment is one step in the process. I'll put a link to that in show notes. Whichever route you choose, the assessment has to be updated within 30 days of your loved one moving forward. And that's because the initial assessment is really just a snapshot. But once they get to know your loved one better, the provider, whether that's in-home care or a senior living community, they have to update it if there are any changes. Assessments are also reviewed sometimes quarterly, always annually, and whenever there's a change. That initial review within 30 days does not have a charge, but with adult family homes, that annual review usually has a small fee associated with it. And also, don't forget to get a copy of that assessment and review it. Everyone can make mistakes, so you want to make sure that all of the information is correct. The process of finding senior living or care can definitely be overwhelming. And now that you know what to expect when it comes time for that nurse assessment, it will hopefully make things a little more doable. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable.